All right, Mena fans, I know you have missed me. You've missed Mena fandom. So little hole emerged in my schedule. I love little holes. So I thought I'd just, you know, roll right in there with a quick show uh, and, uh, you know, put the feelers out. And as always, one of the great Mena fans, Tim Ridgels, stepped up to the plate. Tim, how are you? Welcome back to Mena fandom. I am doing well. Uh, how are you doing, Meners? Yeah, I'm really good. I mean, last time I had you on the show was after your night in the car with Justin. And then, yeah. you know, you were sort of complaining and like, you know, being a little bitch about some jokes I made about you on the show. I was and- not super happy with you. Yeah, well, should we explain what the fuck happened? Do you remember, or is that just no, gone no, with all, I, I, all I, the I, alcohol? It, like, uh, it just doesn't matter at all in like the scheme of things. I don't even remember, to be honest. I, 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 I think I, I was really insinuating don't. that you were cheating, um, or, or something, or you had your phone and and you thought I was trying to, you, you know, you thought you'd been such a good host, and then I was kind of stabbing you in the back. Um, but you know, I think well, yeah, what's going sure, on? sure, yeah. I feel the same way now. Sure, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I still hate you. I, I, you still I, hate I, me. Honestly, have no. I mean, I no, but I just want to make sure are you okay because you know I was concerned. Yes. Someone who can take a joke, you know, who knows I'm just kidding around. Yeah, you okay? Everything okay? As far as with you, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and just absolutely. generally, like you know, everything's good. And, and um, you're a little twat, like, like, no, like we know that. No, just like a little Australian twat. Like, I mean, you're a great guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, good. You're snake. And, uh, but... Speaking of great guys, sneakers. I know um, you and he are, are good mates now, dude. Okay, so. I mean, I hate his fucking guts. I, 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 I'll make it clear. I, I don't like him. Um, his shtick to me is played out. He just trolls the same people over and over and over, and he listens to everyone's shit and listens to everyone's shows, and then just shits on them while trying to be on as many shows as he can. But like, when you're, what happened today is fucking that. That's to me over a line where you're like literally putting out people's like addresses and like where their wives work and shit like that. That's not my cup of tea. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I disavow that type of shit. Like that dude's uh, like a human piece of fucking excrement. He is dog shit, but mm. like wives and kids, that's not, that's not fucking cool. Like um, so. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say what he was doing today. I did say oh, when you and him. he got massively doxxed today. Like he someone, got massively doxxed. Yeah, someone put out like a four or five, uh, like little like tweet thread. Basically, like this is his address. Uh, this is his employer. Like all this shit, and it was just like. That's fucking that's like I hate his fucking guts, like I said. And I I I, I don't I I don't pretend to like fear him or want to play like slap and tickle with him. I think he's a pussy. I've met him a million times at these little fucking things. I think he's a pussy. And the people that fucking kowtow to him are fucking pussies too. He's a little guy, like in stature, in like in brain power, and in fucking just like everything he does, he's dog shit. So, like, it's one of those things, but at the same time, I'm not going to start fucking 
putting out where his wife works and his fucking kids go to school. That's that's fucked up, heinous shit. Like, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just not my style. Mm, well, um, while while Tim was talking about sneakers, Tom Shaddix joined us. Welcome, Tom. Hey, hey, can you hear me? Yeah. Do you have any um photos of Alice? That's what I'd like. Um, I was gonna say he's he's coming to collect his his fucking OnlyFans dues from you. That's you right, fucking I know. pervert. You broke pervert. Fucking um, <laughs> Tom. Um, Tim was just talking about sneakers, and I actually don't want to give him any more oxygen yeah, than no, we just no, did. No. Um, but I, I just think if you know, it's time to move on. All the Minna fans who thinks it's cool to have a troll like him in the community uh, it says a lot about you that you think that's entertaining. Um, I don't but know yeah, we're not even going there. You but will it sounds eventually. like it, you, you will eventually. It sounds like yeah. It sounds Snake, like if you want to sneakers? find out. Yeah, it sounds like if you want to find out where his wife works and everything, it's all online now. So, um, yeah, anyway, let's move on. Tom, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. Good. I'm just, just watching Trump uh, announce his uh, candidacy. And Did he just uh, do that? He's doing it now, yeah. Yeah. What, oh, what do you think about mm. my idea that Burn Barrel should go to once a week? Once a week, a free show, and then another bonus show behind a paywall. I mean, uh, I, once a week, you know, there's part of me that wants to react to the news cycle every day. So, yeah, but there's, there's not enough listeners that want to listen to that. That's the thing. <laughs> I, know. I don't know how many we have, but there's some thousands. But, uh, but, um, yeah, but, yeah but, if, but, but, but also, like, when I first started, the idea was not to, like, just do a show for the idea of a show. The idea was to document the times and my thoughts every day especially when this shit was going crazy in 2020 um so this is like uh, a public time capsule and like we're just being like sort of let in to the madness oh totally yeah but but i but i I wanted to go down to three days and i meant to and i want to or maybe even two days a week but uh it's just we're it's um we're too freaking busy a a question for mr shattuck if i may uh so when you were on the show, you looked a little jarred out and people were saying you were on blow or whatever. Yeah. Um, you are at your own <laughs> domicile right now and you yep. appear very, very chilled out and calm. However, you do have a winter jacket on inside. That's One a- would ask if you are, oh, that's a vest and a nice vest. Look at those pipes too. Look at you. The pipes, oh. Jesus Christ. I have no, it's funny because like you know, I'm losing weight. I'm on this diet, and awaken three sixty. Yes, yeah, and um, and people are saying like you better start doing like uh, core exercises, or else you're gonna have like a uh, flabby skin if you lose a lot of weight. It's, my body is nine eleven. I have the worst body at any. T- There's like no time when my body is ever good looking. So like, am I gonna lose my great body? Like, <laughs> like holy god, I'm disgusting. I'm physically crap. Which is great. Um, that, which is why it's great for my kids that that I'm with Alice because they'll get better genes. But my people yeah. will be my my influence will be uh, Darwined out, thankfully. Well, just but, from an objective perspective, you do not look completely railed out or sound completely. I know I wasn't that that either. It was just I was at the Fenway, Fenway Park all day. It was, it was freaking. The kids were assholes. They were running everywhere being bitches. Like, I have three boys and one girl, and the boys are Wait, all is this bitches. Dave? This is, this is fucking Dave here? Fucking, yeah. Jesus. Oh, man. Kids. 
by the time I got there to the station, I was like, oh, it was actually it was a help because I, I the day was such a freaking <laughs> tough day that I went to the bar across the street. I had one drink. I went over and I was like, just like oh, whatever. And I, I didn't know what to expect. I mean, you've been there, manners, you know. So so by the time like Kirk rolled in, uh, whatever it was. It was just, well, what's your like, what's your what's your drink of choice to uh, settle the nerves there, Tommy? It's just I can only have vodka, vodka soda, straight vodka. Tito's? Right now, I would if I if I was not on this diet, I would have a lot of beers. Definitely. Good Tito's guy. Yeah, that's what I'm having. I don't know if there's really a difference. I, I say, dude, I, or if I, Americans can make a vodka as good as those fucking losers can, drink the American vodka. Fucking. I guess so. Good. I'm like that. They're animal people, and that Tito's is a thing, and they're douchey. Uh, yeah, they're douchey, but they're not fucking Russian. I don't have a problem with the Russians. I don't like I'm not this anti-Russian thing. The Ukrainians and Russians are the same thing. Like, what are we... What's this propagandist bullshit now that we have? I will say, like, before this whole thing, every great, like, scammer... So the people that hacked uh, uh, Full Tilt Poker for... They did it for, like... It was something like nine months, and they made, like, $7 million. They were watching... They could <laughs> they, they cloned the entire system and they could see every table so any cash game like tournaments didn't really apply but any cash game they could see every hand at every table that like there was but they were ukrainian there's just like all the great scammers and hackers people think of russians and shit dude the ukrainians were fucking top dog scammers and hackers like before this whole thing the chinese have taken the cake obviously but the ukrainians were like the old school like really fucked up like i said i mean they smashed full tilt for like a shitload of money there's like dudes in hotel rooms like (laughs) i love the fact that, that you've got these ukrainian hackers who shut down american city governments unless they pay the money and we have no recourse other than to pay the ransom. Hey, shut up and send them. Shut up and Venmo one of them forty dollars right now, you fucking pussy. No. Shut up, do it. Tim, where are you, by the way? It's what geographically? Where are you? Oh, uh, Canabunk, man. Oh, cool, cool. Man. Um, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, Tommy, how are you going with Alice's um, entry into the Minifan world? Uh, you know, she was on Montante's world. She's been on she's been, Minifan. Yeah. I thought she was awesome on Montante. I thought she was great. Like, that's her best performance ever. Just, just you know, just as being... On, on air. Best. On air you're talking about. On air, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Was good. Any yeah. other best performances you care to take us through? <laughs> Man, she looks great. Did you I, listen to the show? Yeah, today, Tom? I did. I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. She's been, she's featured prominently for a little bit. <laughs> At least you have a fucking sense of humor. Jesus Christ. I know. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. She, by the way, is now like a totally two, three weeks ago. She was not a really Kirk Minahan show like person. After she was on, she felt the heat of the praise and the the attention, and like, and it's disappointing that like it didn't take much. But she's now hooked, and now she's listening from day one, episode one. So now she's on the episode um, where uh, they're practicing what Mike is going to say to Erica Nardini. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm almost jealous of her that she gets to start that journey like now that we all did three years ago. But it's, it's an awesome. acquired taste. It's an acquired. I'm one of the very few, and there's 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 a good group, uh, for sure. 
but I'm one of the few that like when there's these live events, my wife fully, you know, goes and like participates, knows the show. She listens to the show she has since Great. day one. She just, I used to call her, you know, I'd pull over on the side of the road and I'd be listening to EEI and I'd be like, you know, Rachel, you need to fucking listen to this right now. You should have to pay for this level of entertainment. Like, yeah. you have to hear this. He's outside with a sign, like a fire <laughs> Felger sign. Like, you have to hear this. He's going to go do a fucking uh, uh, Peter King challenge, and he's going to go do a set of bench press, like, at the New Balance gym. Like, you have to hear this. This is incredible. And, just give me, and, and I was I listening know. to that in Sydney. I was listening to that in Sydney. Yeah. I yeah. was streaming, yeah. and it would actually be... When the daylight saving was right, it would start at like 8 p.m., which is actually a really good time to listen to the radio because, you know, it's a good time to chill out. So, um, you know, he was hooking people in from all around the world. It's pretty incredible. Does she listen at all, man, or does she have any interest at all? No, she has no idea. Zero, zero. Is she like cricket? No, she's not interested in me, cricket, the Minifam world stuff, everything. Um, It's good to keep it separate, unlike Tom and Alice. (laughs) <laughs> but, yeah, not everybody should be a team of prostitutes. I think it's, it's well, good. To how big? Me. How big is the hole in the ceiling? How big is the hole? In, like oh, for actual huge, for posterity, as far as like no. I mean, well, well, at this point, it's huge because the whole thing got wet. So we'll see what happens today. The hole got wet. Okay, great. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's you, Alice's hole. Long, maybe that's holy shit. Oh, well, that's the, a, that, that's well, the hole in the ceiling is tiny, I think, but it's gathered. So, under the under the shingles, there's a layer of insulation. I think the water got under the layer of insulation, so it now pools. So, oh, it then shit. fell, it distributes and falls through the 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 particle board, whatever it's called, wall board, whatever. Not ideal, not ideal. No, 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 it's it's are you are you handy around the house, Tom? Not um, like she is. No, okay. I, I mean, I, I mean, I do the dishes and I do the like I mow the lawn. I do he's, stuff. He's like, got an Al Borland vest on right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I do a lot of stuff. I do like like the outside stuff, etc. But it's like we're we are so busy that we're it's beating us. Everything's beating us. Like the 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 nature is encroaching on the house and the freaking yeah. rats and stuff. And we used to be like, okay, maybe we should get some sticky traps, whatever. Now we like throw grenade plutonium uh, Agent Orange into every like it, like we're we've given up like trying to be humane about it. But um, so, well, so if, if you did if you did an if you did an OnlyFans account with Alice, you could probably upgrade your house. I know. Believe me. Believe me. I know. I know. Manners. I have uh, made the ask, and uh, it yeah. is said no go. <laughs> um, I'll sign up. If she does, I I I know. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not really actually human trafficking her. I'm not actually doing that. But 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 she does look good, and she likes that she looks good. And I can tell yeah. right now. And she should be proud. You right. go girl, be proud of yourself. Right, you her know? body looks good. She, so better she, right now, like it did better than it did when she was twenty three. Yeah, she's popped four bloody kids out of that. I know. Um, You're gonna drop unit. another she load. Should... In the, you gonna drop another load in there? Bake another bun. No more kids. Please Pump no, it back God. up. Please no. Have, no, have you had the snip? Have you had the? She would be. Have all you had the snip? Have you had the little? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. I'm not. Do, gonna, you, have, no. do you have any frozen for future generations? Like in case you're not able to care. Like for, I and God forbid. Like no joke. I yeah. just met you, sir. 
uh god forbid but like if they were all to perish in one like you know how you're flying on a separate flight like yes and they're on a different flight and like some horrible shit Mm -hmm. do you have some frozen because you're like what like 64 66 or so like can you still fucking like get one out yeah and somehow i still can it's a valid question it, it, it it's weird because it does that that doesn't go away you'll see someday in in 30 years that uh that doesn't really go away yes i can um, you get a freezer but i don't care with it, though. if they all die in a, a plane crash then i am going full single guy and that's it i'm not jesus christ jesus okay. you okay i mean after that's the proper time for end of hypothetical after i get through all the stages <laughs> of grief so you've literally thought of what uh, did you dream about this oh you know what if they all died in a car accident you know yeah, down like tinder and bumble and i'm sorry mrs shattuck i apologize <laughs> and no i have thought about this like they're dying in a plane crash, all of them. You thought Jesus about it? Christ. Well, By you're way, on a different plane in first class. Crash, That's why you're all, in the different. Now we with know. With all my four kids, it's a hope thing. Can you imagine? And if I manage to like lose weight and like be a respectably okay-looking fifty-year-old, oh, so, can so you much imagine sympathy. my stock on the singles oh, yeah. oh. market? Oh, so oh, much sympathy. And the sympathy you, card. I'm fucking if, so if cold. Oh, oh yeah, the sympathy card would be. Oh my Christ. Oh you do have God. that going for you, Tom. He does have that going for him. Lauren Lynn's whole family dies in a fucking plane crash. She's Lauren some... Lynn would be begging for it. Yep. It would be yep. it would be amazing. Oh hell yeah. Goodness. But, yeah. I hope it happens for you. Look, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, the only thing is though, I wouldn't want to have to be good at sex, like like oh. with, with somebody new, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's a tough thing. Like, well, you guys are both married, so I mean, so they they're used to you not being good. Yeah, I have a lightsaber in the corner behind me. Yeah, I'm pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty much fucking out. I'm, I'm amazing. I'm amazing. I didn't have. To, I don't know what you're talking about. So yeah, I am not. I can't relate. I can't relate to him. Yeah. <laughs> Manners has a nipple ring. He's a fucking yeah, freak. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah, yeah he absolutely. really does have a yeah. nipple ring, Jesus and he is an absolute freak. Why? I'm an animal. I'm an animal. What? Why? Because he likes to have it tugged on while he's yeah, fucking it's super doing... hot. Dude. Alice would be like chewing on it if she could. That's kind of thing. <laughs> I, I, if I got one, she probably would. I, but I, I don't. Jesus. But I actually have like breasts, so I don't. I don't. But in the end, nobody seems to care, so it doesn't matter. Red, Red the, the former co-host did Red. Actually, where is he, by the way? Well, I, he he's quit. He's retired. Why? Um, I, I honestly, I think he's not allowed to. I think he's in a, a controlling relationship and he's not allowed to. So that's fine. I, I noticed something I don't want to get involved. Thread where it's like some dude with like biceps is what? threatening people. Is that is that a thing? No, it's a different thread. Oh. It's got nothing to do with red. We don't want to go back to snake. It's the, yeah, it's, it's the same guy. It's the, yeah. That's the same guy from before. He's just but, but, but look, one thing I've realized uh, the last couple of weeks is I think I need like a permanent red replacement. But red, uh, getting back to red, to be fair to him, he was the best you've ever had. He's the best that's ever done it with you. And uh, I feel like there's probably some fucking real potentially extenuating circumstances for i agree i agree and i wish in, in, uh, to be fair to red he fucking yes. was the best that's ever done it with you for sure yeah, absolutely and i miss him and and it's made me think i need you know to, to i'm opening up applications to be the permanent second chair that doesn't mean i can't have other people on but you know if if you think you can cut it i'm in a fan and basically once a week 
uh, apply apply via DM. Um, yeah, I think that's the way the show has to go. I, I don't mind getting new people every week, but it is annoying. It, and it's hard to do. You know, and you got to sort of you got to carry some shows, and um, it, like if you even if with the same person turn up every week, and they were like, a, say Red was a a nine out of ten. Montante is an eight and a half out of ten. Mm-hmm. Even if I could just get a solid six and a half, seven every week locked in, and then bring in people. Like, what do you think, Tom? I mean, I thought I think Montante is 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 good. He's an asshole. He's got a he's got a like an angle. He's got he's he knows that he needs to light a fire as far as content goes. I think he's great. But I thought was Red was good too. It was such an interesting show. And like the, mm. the fact that he was wherever he was, New England, and, and that you're down there, I thought it was cool. We loved it. I mean, t- I don't know. I mean, I, I think I, I think that like I have told Alice too that I think that that, that Menard, you're like a you're a talented and sick and twisted motherfucker. It's like it's really you're really talented. <laughs> Don't do this. Don't do this. Well, I'm not kissing you. I'm just saying. Don't do this. You're very talented too, Tom. You're very talented too. But whatever it is, it's like you're a smart person with a microphone. With podcasting now, mostly people are dumb. You know, there's a shitload of dumb people are like, what are we doing here? Let's, okay, we're going to do Blind Mike Project, very good show. I I love Blind Mike and I will never say anything disrespectful. Are you are you a patron, Tom? No, no, you, I have you don't other, subscribe. No, I've got his uh, other show. I I have uh, I've got Jerry and Locals, and uh, that's pretty much it. I think it's as far as paying for stuff. But yeah, Jerry Jerry mm. with his house fucking on the water, his second house on the water needs the money more than Blind Mike fucking Uber. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Good allocation of funds, you fucking lib. All right. Uh, what we got here? Right, okay, so we've got a couple of show things. Um, is it just me, or has the last couple of weeks been a little flat on the show? Like, not, not bad. I'm not criticizing. But does it feel like there's just not quite that snap on the show? Like, it, it's been a nice show. Or is it? Or is it just me? Maybe I'm I wrong. agree with you. I think that 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 um um shit. What was it? Um uh, Jock uh, Minifan with Kirk Sporty McKenzie. That was shit what? ass. That was the worst ever, ever episode. That idea to do that. And well, the show that after they decided to do it mm. was just it was Not sh- it, like yeah. total shit ass. Oh man, that was like a no. But the good thing is that Kirk usually, when he notices that there's some any kind of slack, he usually throws a bomb somewhere to create, you know, tensions, etc. Somewhere. But yeah, that 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 one. And plus, Dave can't role play. Dave likes saying, "Oh, would would people ask uh, Sporty McKenzie if he uh, likes uh, bacon in the morning?" It's like, shut up, Dave. You're fucking not a real yeah. human. It's like I, he's like talking to a rumba. It's like you don't have a soul. Or a take on anything, and so for when he's like trying to improv, it's nothing. He can't do it because he's not a human being, you know. It, so I, 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 that one I, sucked. I thought I, I was intrigued and I was pissed off, like you were, Menners. Uh, when they were going to seat it over to Barstool, 
But that was an interesting idea. Of course, like anybody who had who, if it was a real thing, who stepped into it would be fucking skewered. But that would be that would have been a good take of um, how um, how strong the support was for Kirk Show. I think I just think like they might be coming to like a head with the case where it's finally like coming mm. to final cut, final like everything's ready for a final product to like distribute to the world and you know at, at some point you know it's like if you're a great band and you're touring or whatever uh but you know martin scorsese wants to follow you around and make like a documentary some maybe some of the shows aren't as great when you're trying to like prep for like the big show like i don't know mm -hmm. I think the case did such good numbers for Barstool and it, it, it like it just it changed a lot of people's like perception of Kirk and what he was able to do and bring to the table. And I think it's like it, they're really focused on that I, as far as I, I'm concerned. So they're shorter shows. They're not as, you know, wild, Juicy, or, you know, yeah. yeah, they're not as standard, Meaty. you know, but at the same time, it's good. Like, I, oh, whatever. I mean, well, I think they the kind of time. say that. They explain that that this is just a bonus show, and they're just yeah. like in and out. Yeah. Well, oh, but, but just generally, just generally, the, yeah. just all the shows. You know, even the Mike and Kirk they're still shows. Funny as shit. There's yeah, there's the Mike and, hilarious. Moments. Absolutely, Mike and Kirk shows are really funny. But yeah, I think you got it, Tim. I think you're right that maybe they're just focused on the case. Um, it's not a criticism. I, it's just like no. I don't know. Some of the shows have kind of drifted by. And not quite grabbed me like you know maybe a couple of months ago, but that's I think I think you're right. But and yeah, and I do think Cullinane has real lack of imagination with the Thursday show. Like they may as this third show of the week. Like they may as well just do the two shows with Mike and Kirk, and then not do a third show at all. Maybe just do a couple of YouTube shows because Cullinane is drawing blanks when it comes to Thursday. Like okay, he gets Alice in, and that's it. Like. What else? He's had Montante. He's run out of ideas. He's like the well's dry. You know, some of the ideas he's been floating are terrible. I mean, you know, he's, he's got a fucking empty head. Like he can't come up with anything creative for Kirk on that one show. They've had some good ones. They, I mean, they've had some good ones and there's always a way to like circle back. Like Kirk said, I honestly enjoy Jon Stewart's time in the studio. I, I'm a big Jon Stewart fan, like personally outside of the show and uh, also like on it, especially. So I'd love to see Jon back in there for sure. He's a great dude. And uh, I, I'd like to get a recap from Snell. Uh, he's been I quiet. I agree with you there, man. I definitely and, think Snell. And, but I, I think that Snell... I agree with you. I, I, he's an interesting well, voice. Well, but, but, well, but, well, but the problem is, is that the, the, I thought that there's a little, there was a, a taste of him trying to try out a little bit. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he yeah, has. Yeah, but, but yeah. I think once that's put to bed, then he's an interesting a hole, and I like him very much. And he's an interesting guy. You know, it's like. like wouldn't a good Thursday show be then? Carl just organizes for. Kirk to call or Zoom with two or three crazy Minna fans like Snell, like John Stewart, even if they can't come in and do the whole show. Like it's better than, you know, Carl, like Carl and Kirk trying to talk about anything is awful. 
It is as as Tom, you you're exactly right. Carl just can't do it. Kirk even talks about it, like he's trying to talk to him, and Carl's like off doing stuff in the studio and right. making hand signals and stuff. Like it's, right, no. I, but it's part it's part of the act, and he's playing it off of that, and it's still funny. But like, if you're gonna fucking zoom people in on a Friday, you may as well get some big dogs in there. Yeah, if you're gonna the zoom is- people in. If you want to zoom, like get some big people in there. If you want people in studio, get fucking. Well, a lot of Mina fans are very fat, so they qualify. Yeah, but but also the problem. One of another problem is I found manners. Maybe you found the same thing. Is that the the studio layout is you like Mike is not not looking at Dave because he can't see him. None of us can see him. You can't if you're in that guest chair. You can't see Dave. You only hear a voice. There's no eye contact. There's no like engagement. And that's a that's a flaw. I guess that's I'm a- I'm ast- I'm astounded at how lazy Cullinane has been with that studio. He's been there over a year. It is only used for one show. So I have a studio, and I'm very frustrated because it gets used for lots of shows. So right. you're always changing the setup. I would love to have it for one show and like work on the background, get the most you know, the best layout, the best lighting, make every, like, microphones that, you know, the microphone stands don't work with the chairs. You have to, like, lean forward to speak. And the stupid um, pop cover, what the f- what is that? Nobody this, else has it. You don't need that. By the way, those mics have a pop cover inside the mic, too. And you it's can just get stupid. a little foam one, like, you stick on top. You don't need it. It's useless. So it he could no make sense. that studio so good. And, you know, they talked about leaving. Just get a commercial cleaner in. Wait, wait, wait. They have, a, they, they have a pop cover? So the giant pop cover over the mic. There's a pop cover inside that mic. Yes, yes they're built a, in. They're built yes. in. He's got this stupid big black thing there. There's no reason for it. But also, they could have one more camera and have a third shot, like a wide shot, to show them or show Dave too when he's talking. And it could be all automatic. You know, these switchers are, are free with most software. They've got, now. they've got the switcher. They've got the right. switcher in the other room. I saw it. And then they're not you. He's got a good setup. I got to say, Carl's pretty good on that tech stuff. More like he, he's literally that producer that's mm-hmm. skill is just recording Dude, stuff. Dave Cullinane has never tried to harvest email addresses from fucking Minifans, and he's, well, he's never not a tried snake. to fucking. He's not a snake. He's never well, tried he's to put us all in fucking crypto kind of before it crashed. So yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah, I, I actually think though, Tim and and Tom, you might you know like so Steve Robinson, a genuine snake, fucking absolute genuine snake, genuine snake. Whereas, do you think Dave Cullinane is actually the same, but just not smart enough to execute it the way Steve could? I think Dave's his own kind of snake. He's obviously angling for a gig at Barstool. There's no doubt about that. When he was with Jerry, he was angling for a gig with Kirk. And when he was, and we, by the way, he's a great fit for Kirk, but he's definitely angling for a gig, gig at Barstool. I mean, Dave watches, Dave, there's nothing that Barstool does that says that Dave doesn't, isn't aware of whatsoever. He is, mm. and I think Kirk senses that. Kirk senses that Dave's attention is sometimes elsewhere. The way Kirk looks at Dave and talks to Dave, it it reminds me of like if you had like a golden retriever puppy, <laughs> like a sweet boy, but it like eventually just like propped itself against like just like a stair on your porch, and it just started like pissing right back into its own mouth and just like <laughs> drinking it, and it was just like the happiest dog, just like this is great, and then you looked at it and it was just like whatever what are you gonna do here i feel like that's how 
Kirk I feels agree. about Dave, and I feel like that's actually pretty accurate. I don't think he has the ability to be malicious. I think he might actually have some sort of low-level brain damage. Um, he's he he's a good guy, and I think the show, like I said, I I, I will yep. always be a Cullinan guy. I think the show's been better and well, funner since uh, Steve left. But uh, you would have. Kyle Jesus. probably has that fetal alcohol thing that goes on. <laughs> Kathy would have been <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, that's well, that's small penis brain damage. It's all so- signs. Um, is, is that a sign? Yeah, yeah. Google it. Um, so <laughs> it is remarkable that Dave is has no intellectual curiosity whatsoever about anything. Yeah. You know, and it's like no. that's both a good trait and a bad trait. It's like that was the best thing about Trump. And the worst thing about Trump, like Dave is willing to be absolutely decimated, criticized. You know, you just us- compared Cullinane to a president. Please back up. Well, yeah, I mean, but back they're, up. But they're kind like of don't insult Trump like that. Well, my whole life, whenever I'd meet someone that had never seen like uh, the original Star Wars or uh, The Godfather, I was just like, "How have you never seen that?" But then I realized, right. you know. Everyone's got their own flavor. Some people like art. Some people like playing the cello. It can happen. Today, when Kirk Minahan heard Dave Cullinane say Delano as uh, Francis or whatever, when he actually came up with that middle name, that was a genuine shock in his voice it wasn't it wasn't played up he he was genuinely shocked because dave is honestly that fucking you know clueless as to i don't know just the world but he's good at what he does we love dave but you know he he, yeah he's not a fucking yeah wasn't it you (laughs) that told me off air that you hate him tim or was that someone else i I get confused so many people tell me off the record stuff certainly wasn't me Okay, must have been someone else. Um, he's not really hateable, Dave. No. He's, a, he's kind of a really friendly guy. He's but just yeah, he's just a he's golden retriever drinking drinking its own piss, well, just sitting he, there laughing. If you get an insight into like what he and his wife talk about, um, remember, like he, he alludes to things like, "Oh, we were talking about whether that person's hot or not." Um, mm-hmm. Like that's it. Like I reckon he and his family, you know, he just sits there and it's he's like a child still. You know, like him and his wife, oh, they're hot. Like they must watch reality TV all day and just be happy with their, which is fine. I'm not judging. What if he goes home and debates fucking Hawthorne with his wife like all night? Like, what? you know, like what what the fuck? Like, you know. Well, I'm just saying, do you sit Do you sit on the couch when you're watching shows going, oh, do you reckon that person's hot or not with you and your wife? Like, is that normal when you're like almost 40, like to be doing that? No, I I mostly uh I mostly watch TV just this is Bill Burr's line but I I really enjoy watching TV to just watch my wife watch TV so I can ridicule what she is watching and just right. basically not watch what's happening just shit all over everything. Yeah, good. That I like that. I like that's way more mature than what Carl does. Yeah, the, yeah because Cull is watching what Bill Burr's wife watches. He watches like real housewives of Atlanta. And like there yeah, right. he's invested. He is. But he owns it. He owns yeah. it. He owns it. Which he's, I appreciate. 
I, I do think Kirk did lose genuine respect for Cullinane about the whole parents and grandparents things. Like not knowing his own parents' birthdays is shocking. You know, not knowing if his grandparents ever served in the army. Yeah. It, it, because to me, that's just disrespectful. Like keep Cullinane keeps going, what's wrong with it? It's very, very disrespectful. That that's of my it thing. Is, for Christ's sakes, they clawed up in you know the in and in, in, uh in the invasion of Normandy to have a grandson who doesn't freaking know it's like my god it's it's, it's terrible and also uh, yeah it's it's ridiculous but he's but he's not a human Dave's a non-player character he's he's like I said he's a vacuum cleaner he's not he's not there's no soul to Dave which is why he's good at what he does too like I do I could Funny, understand when we, were, when, when we used to go to the to the uh, whatever club that was where Dave was with Jerry Legacy Legacy Club. You should have seen the apparatus that Dave took out of his car, brought upstairs, rolled into that place. It was like huge, a whole huge three layered rack of stuff that he'd have, and he'd set up cameras, set up mics, set up, and the guy was hassling us like who owned the, or ran the place. It was like, okay, we need this for a meeting in fifteen minutes. And Dave under fire, like like was cool about it, and, like handled it, and like that didn't bother him. I, I would have said this in the moment, like I knew I had to do all this stuff. But he's like totally cool with that stuff. He's not. He's he doesn't have normal human sensibilities. By the mm-hmm. way, just getting back to what something that you guys said earlier, um, or you manners online. Fuck Gary Tangway. What oh, an yes. asshole. What an asshole. That what was the worst to... call. That was the worst call. That hurt. I, I, that hurt I don't blame Paul. I blame Tenway. What that, a humorless piece of shit. That fucking hurt to hear as like someone that's been for the whole ride. That 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 was fucking gut wrenching. Well, doesn't <laughs> I feel, feel, I feel like we Tangway never really liked Kirk. We it should was all go about after having him. the shine of the show. Absolutely. And as soon as the shine of the show was gone, he had no time for him anyway. Anymore. I don't. I, mean, I don't know. I really think he. I I think he likes getting these little bit parts in movies. Oh man, that hurt. I don't think he's too good for Kirk. He's afraid of whatever this bag, this perceived baggage is that comes with Kirk and association with Kirk. Cause he likes these little fucking lame bit parts and movies and all this shit. Yeah, but he had no problem. <sighs> even when being called a pedophile being on that show back when the bright spotlight was on him. Yeah. That is very fair and very true. That's I mean, very, it, very fair. I don't know. I've never met. I don't think I ever met Tangway, but I mean, that was a piece of shit moment, man. I mean, he he also handled it really badly. Like, you can play along and get off the phone really quickly if that's what you want to do. Right. And not come across as a humorless, ungrateful fucking asshole. Right. You know, and he can, all the Minna fans have always been good to him. And then, you know, he just turns his back on Kirk. He turns his back on the show. Wouldn't even just play along for, like, one little call. Like, he could have played along and said, Kirk, that was fun, but really don't call me again. Like, it was just pathetic. Do you think Murchison's going to start, like, calling you know, production companies now because he's been on Kirk's show. I mean, what a fucking pussy. And I hope Kirk just, I hope Kirk was serious when he said, I don't think I call him off air. Like, that's I right. hope, I hope no, that's a line in the sand. No, he shouldn't. And he, he like, it's, it's like Kirk tried to offer him kind of an olive branch, try to make the landing soft and uh, amicable during that call. And Gary was just a dick about it. Like, what the fuck? 
God, that was ugly by, by, yes. by him. It was pretty bad. Uh, I've got a couple of other show things. Um, well, you you brought up the Sporty McKenzie. Um, mm. uh, what was so? I I actually didn't even. I mean, I didn't. I never bought into the whole Barstool thing that he was going to put a show on the feed. Like that's bullshit. You know. Um, you know. That's just never going to happen. You didn't think for a second they might put Feidelberg and fucking... No way. Absolutely. And no way would Kirk allow that. So I was straight away, I was like, there's something fishy. That's not right. And, Mm. you know, I tweeted out something that there's a comedy bit coming. I mean, what is going on where he thinks he can do a whole show of Sporty McKenzie? I mean, has it got that bad on Thursdays that he's going to pull out a bit, you know, from 2018 or 2017, like it's five years old. And he criticizes everybody for not moving forward when they recycle old stuff. And he was going to pull out that bit from 2017. And I remember when he did it originally, he got on a cricket journalist I know uh, and he, and he, he did the sporty McKenzie bit with him. And that was really funny, but it would not have worked now. The hammer was like a masterpiece. Like I, I don't know. That was fresh. That was fresh. The hammer was fresh. Body McKenzie wasn't. So the challenge, Anchorman one was a masterpiece. Anchorman two, steaming pile of dog shit. Dumb mm-hmm. and Dumber one, masterpiece. Dumb and Dumber two, steaming pile of dog shit. There's a challenge, but if any person can undertake that challenge to fucking reproduce that greatness. It has to be Kirk, right? So it was a challenge that I think uh, was worth taking a stab at. And uh, he pulled the plug. He didn't think that it was worth going through with and it wasn't going to be up to stuff. He, he, he felt like oh, it was going to be an anchor. He, he felt like it was going to be an anchor man too. Yeah, but and- Sporty McKenzie works when you're at EEI and they're telling exactly. you to be more sporty. And they're exactly. telling you to talk Red Sox X's and O's and Patriots X's and O's and kiss Tom Brady's ass. It doesn't work when you're a free man at Barstool. Mm. I mean, he's free now. It doesn't have to Nailed do it. it. I mean, the Sporty McKenzie at, our, at EI was Kirk showing that he could do every other show better than they could, the X's and O's shows, and giving the finger to management for pressuring him into, stop, into talking about other stuff that wasn't sports. But... Uh, yeah, no, in Barcelona, you don't have to do that. You're you're free. You know? Well, 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 how dare you two telling Kirk how to do his job? <laughs> Look at want- these two. <laughs> this guy fucking pimping out his wife, who, shout out to Alice, she's pretty cool, and Thank she's you. taking the whole thing cool, and Menners with your fucking nipple ring in your fucking cat in the background, <laughs> you freak. Like, how dare you two? How fucking dare you two? Look but you know, they're, they're main cats. They're main coons. Main coons uh, are great yeah. cats. Great cats. Don't say that. <laughs> That's not my son. I'm talking about the cat breed. Cat, but I can't. I can't. I can't. I have everything else in this house. I can't have the smell of cat piss. I have everything um, else. I'm not, I'm not trying to tell Kirk how to do his show. He's doing a great job. I think two shows, two shows are. You know that his. Uh, too the late. Sentinels have already detected that he's been talked about negatively. It's too late. Man, two Dave shows already, a week. Two Dave's shows a week is enough. I reckon two shows a week for a while. Okay. You know, if he's producers, yeah. If he, no. like, I wonder who they're getting in this week. Like, did they make any um, allusions to who that third that third person will be, or the on the third show? Anyway. I hope it's uh, I, I I just hope it's like a random um. I would love to see who is the psycho fucking 
Oh god damn! Oh, like, uh, Pistol Pete. Um, oh yeah, Pistol Pete coming back would be amazing. You just or you, you are just Zeppelin you guy. want the anarchy. You do you want the anarchy? You just oh, I want to watch the mother. world burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, I, I want to watch. I like to send the crazy send yeah, Snell it's like ten Snells in there and see what happens. <laughs> Zeppelin guy, that'd be incredible yeah. if he just wobbled in there and just fucking lit it up. He's by the way a gem. I do think that Montante should be full time with uh with uh Callahan. I agree. It would be Montante's. Montante's kind of hit the whole stride. Like he's, he's, he's really, really good at what he does. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, like he fucks up and says something like stupid that <laughs> probably shouldn't say in this day and age for sure. But at the same time, he he doesn't back down. He's committed to the premise. He doesn't cut anything uh, when you go on a show, and he. He's really good at it. So I don't know. Some he's a fucking, he's a fucking, don- I mean, he's a fucking donkey, but like, like a complete fucking donkey, but he, he's good at what he does. And I, I, I like him enough. I mean, he's a good guy. Oh, he's great. Yeah. yeah. I, I like him better on my show where I can like steer him away from all the insanity that he gets, gets into. Like I couldn't listen to Alice and Montante. I think I listened to five minutes and then they went down some rabbit hole and I'm like, I'm out. Um, just not for me. Um, you know, they're both great, just the content, like, I don't know, elections and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, well, they're both, yeah, they're both conservatives, and she's she's a policy wonk. Alice is not, like, that's why I said it's a bad, she's a bad fit for Kirk. Mm. She's a policy wonk. In like a she's nice not, she's not a bad fit, she's a perfect fit. You know, because I, I, I really, lo- like, love the fact that he got a woman in there, and I, I don't mm. care, you can all say I'm, like, being this woke asshole or whatever, I think, like, it was a bad look to just never ask women in. And, you know, I think it's simply he grew up with brothers and he doesn't think he can mess around with women. But Alice has taken every joke on the chin and a few other things on the chin by the sounds of it. And By the way, have you noticed that Kirk is never, like, almost never disrespectful to women? Like, I, I, I objectify women on my podcast, on my radio show. About like be. looks, etc. And he like doesn't. That's not a go-to. Yeah, him. That's interesting. I think no. there's a little bit of the Aaron Andrews fallout. Like he got mm. really burnt by that. Who knows what sort of stuff made him maybe his, <laughs> made his personal life? And he said he'll never call a woman that word again. And I think he's drawn a line in the sand. I guess so. And maybe because his, his daughter, maybe, maybe, but but like, it's very interesting that he's got a, a specific set of principles and maybe that's just maybe how his values were growing up but i don't have mm. them. <laughs> but, you know he, he asked the question is kirk a nice guy or he the question was posed in the last week and i actually think kirk is a really nice guy like take the off-air kirk mm-hmm. like the on-air kirk is doing a show off-air right. kirk everyone you unanimously has he's only ever but been nice to people. So to me, he is a yeah. nice guy, and he's an he's a, the consummate showman that he can go on there and and turn it on for the audience. I completely agree. Yeah, no, I, I guess I've probably known him as a correspondent now for around ten years, and he's only been like really sweet. He's always a sweet guy, accommodating, and yeah, he's not. He's uh, you know it. it in some spots, like he hasn't been accommodating. Like when I was, I've been forced to like try to get meetings with him when I was years ago in in newspapers. And he was like, uh, "That's not really for me, or whatever." 
he didn't want any part of that. I don't blame well, him. You were asking him to work for free. I mean, you're asking him yes. to work for free. So, but he was actually I sweet mean, then, too. He was, like, lovely in the office. <laughs> I thought, man, this, this guy is great. We're both from Winchester. We know the same people. I've got him. You know, what was it, Keith, Keith and Dean McLearn? You both all mates or friends? Well, he, well, he he is he knew Dean. He and Dean were on opposite opposite sides of Peter French. Yeah, um, at the same school, guy. Dean. Yeah, exactly. But he kept and Keith was in Dean. your year. Keith was in my Keith year. Yeah, in, and Dean was in his year, which he keeps denying. Is that right? Right. Dean was in his year, yeah. and he and he and Dean were on opposite sides of uh, of of uh, Pete. Peter French was great. And of course they knew each other. Minahan McClern, they would have been in of lineups course. together. Although they Dean lived in the poor part of town, but immigrated ah, to the rich part of town. Like only that's what it is. People. Maybe. But, uh, but Kirk never came to our part of town, which is the, the tough, you know, cannery row part mm-hmm. of Yeah. So that was it. There's, there's no entertainer that's ever given a more intimate look into their life. Uh, there's no entertainer. Uh, regardless of like level, like, you know, that's giving more to the fans consistently as far as there's people that fucking DM them about fucking like life advice and goddamn mental health advice. And it's just like, imagine you sending a DM to Trey Anastasio from fish and being like, (laughs) Hey man, I'm having a real fucking bad day. Like, and he'd be like, dude, like, so there's no one that's ever been, and he's a fucking asshole to people that deserve like to be treated like assholes, but there's no entertainer at like the level he's at or above or slightly below that's ever been more accessible, never been more open. It's really, he, he is definitely like a nice guy as far as that goes. Um, And definitely like a stand up guy. He's a fucking dick. And if you get on the wrong side of him, he'll obviously just like murder you, but like you probably deserved it. And it's, he never bullies like he never punches down. He doesn't want that's easy prey. He doesn't want fucking lame duck shit. He wants trophy bucks. He wants big, big, big game. Like Tom um, and I. That's why he goes after Tom and yes. I. It, right. I. I, I really, I respect that because he could, he could punch down really hard if he wanted to. But no one's, no one's ever been more open with their fans and more accessible to their fans than Kirkman. And it's well, not totally agree. And also he talks about like a uh, Toucher and rich and their ratings, et cetera. Their ratings, like they may be great. And you know, I've, I've met them only once those dudes and, and Toucher was a dickhead. And, and, uh, and certainly actually rich was, was cool and nice. Was Fred uh, like fucked up at all? I don't know if he was fucked up, but he was a bitch. <laughs> he was a bitch. He was like, was he? you wrote something mean about me in the Herald. Like, I wrote a column about them years ago in, in the Boston Herald. He actually brought it up? He did. And I was like, like he just walked up to you? Like, <laughs> no, I, I uh, John, uh, who was our the third guy? John, um, their third, the, the, their third guy in the third chair. Mm. And I forgot. I knew from yeah. No one cares. No one cares. Yeah, no one cares. Anyway, but I went up to but uh, Shirley was like because I had asked Belichick a question about Trump, so Shirley was like, "Oh my God, that was great that you did talk about Trump." Was at a bar in in Arizona, 
And then uh, he said, meet Fred. And I said, hey, Fred, how are you doing? He's like, well, good, okay. Well, are you going to write something bad about us about in the Herald again? No shit. No, totally <laughs> what bitchy. a pussy. What oh, a totally. And pussy. I was, yeah, and, the, and it was weird because, like, you wouldn't, if you're in this shit talking business, either writing columns or on the air, you would never say that. It's not a, even if you deal. are, you're at a fucking bar in Arizona for right. the Super Bowl. Like, what the fuck, dude? Uh, like, I mean, I respect the game saying it, but um, I like that he came out with it. Kind of, I guess so, but I had like moved on. Like, yeah, well, good. everybody else punches, you know, and it moves on. You were playing. We're in a game here, and so it's, I, it's healthy to hold grudges. That's what I guess so. I guess yeah. so. But he was like just bitchy, and he had the, like just normal like AM jock thing going with like shitty T-shirt, like beard growth, like miserable, self-important. Ugh. Well, he's doing, he's doing he's doing eighteens, and you're here talking to me in menors. It's all good. you're yeah. You're well, about, the, the, the second half. There's two halves guys. every game, and you're a second half team. And welcome, Fred Toucha. Well, I understand, but, 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 but like the reason I bring it up is like is that he he is doing eighteens, but he's not one one hundredth of the. Talent, Kirk. Is. No, and he, he doesn't have the brain to Kirk. Does. Yeah, those guys no, will never. No neither of those yeah. guys, or John Wallach, who was the guy, none of them will ever be as good as Kirk was. Ever, 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 ever. The you lead know? up, the lead up to the 2016 election on WEI with Kirk and Callahan, and and that and and John still, I believe, that was like the best radio. John who? Dennis. Meet Perel. John no. Dennis, okay. Um, that that was the best radio I've ever heard for sure. As far as you can just turn it on and listen, the the lead up to the 2016 election was it, it it was just special, and it was it was wild on a sports station where they they weren't talking sports, no, nearly at all at times, and it was just like fucking gangbusters and it, it, it was it, it was a beautiful thing it, it was really great and they just had an absolute like buzz and just like a, a connection and then you know whatever it, it all went to shit but um that that was that was a fucking that was a peak time um mm, i mean kirk kirk may be a nice guy but he doesn't give a shit about his carbon footprint I am shocked. <laughs> I am shocked that he would use a towel once and then put it in the wash. I mean, that is a psycho move. You talk about like the the nice part of Winchester. What does he have? Like a, a maid there who just picks up his towel every day and washes it for oh, him? Absolutely I mean, did. Yeah. I would I would hope I would hope so. If if you have that if you're that accomplished, I'd hope someone would do But that I understand you. I do the same thing now. I'm one time and, and done. I'm, one I'm, time. One and yeah. done at the Shattuck house? Well, for me, yeah. Because I'm What do you, know, you guys do? You come out of the shower and you're do you floss clean? Like, you get the full floss going or something? Like you you what, what's going on here? Well, one I assume done? I'm gonna be dead at any time now. So, like, I don't want to, like, at least I had died having used a clean towel. And, you know, we, I mean, we're overrun. 
But yeah, no, I'm I'm with him on this one now. But I used That's to be like a psychopath. A, that must be a Winchester thing because I just can't can't believe it. And it's so bad for the environment. Don't, how do you fuck sleep the environment? Now? Jesus Christ! Really, fuck the, the environment? Fuck the environment. It's bad on Jesus. my knees walking up and down from the basement. Fuck that shit. Like I'm out just, on that. Like what the do you do with the towel? Like you come out and you're clean. And then why does it need to be washed every time? Like I would say I'm like once a week, probably. Easily, easily. Once a week, yeah. once a week is well within acceptable range. Once it once one and done is <laughs> that's a lot. I, I I mean, I respect it. And if I was like if I had a wife that was just like one of those ladies that stayed at home and would like like something like that, or I was loaded and had a housekeeper. Sure, but uh, one and done. I didn't even think I would. I didn't even think if I had like a billion dollars, I would change my towel every day. English jettison you people, manners, because you're fucking fine with spores growing out. You're gonna wash your balls with a towel and be fine with the spores that grow from that outgrowth and your anus, and that's fine. You're gonna use the same towel again and again. That's why the English said sayonara to you people in. Dude, that's like the, that's like the seventeenth most deadly thing that's on the ground in Australia. It's like, true, but you know, I'm in the shower and I'm scrubbing every orifice. I've got the exfoliating gloves. I'm getting in there, you know, doing the nipples, everything like asshole, Hello? like oh, everything's not, like I'm it couldn't be cleaner when I come out of the shower. You know, like why does you every could, orifice you could put your tongue scrubbing? in every part of my body, like no problem. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, any any other show stuff before we wrap this up? Anything no, no. on your mind? No, I'm looking I mean, forward to the, I'm looking forward to the case. I think it's going to be good. And uh, once again, uh, you know, kudos to Doctor Thomas Dan and Alice. Hmm? Yes. Well, um, well, let's. Yeah, hopefully, it'll be Doctor Dan, but who knows? Um, well, thanks yeah. everybody for listening. We're going to wrap it up. I've got my what have we been watching segment. Uh, I'm, I'm organising to record with Kevin from Bristol next, so there is a minute fandom coming. This was completely impromptu, um, but you know, as we like to end all um, minute fandoms, you know, dedication to Red's dead parents. What are they watching in heaven? Um, I've watched two great things. I watched Andor. I've watched the first ten episodes, and it is truly outstanding some of the What's best the tv Andor? ever it's a star wars series on disney oh, plus Christ. Oh. no no so no no no, no. To- i have not watched it yet but tony gilroy like made the whole thing he's the guy that made michael clayton and, that's right and in that year it was michael clayton against no country for old men there will be blood it was a stacked year but michael clayton is an absolute masterpiece and like the fact that he helmed this whole thing makes me actually want to consume it because star wars shit made by disney makes me want to fucking puke but it looks legitimate and the fact that he's involved or running the show makes it maybe palatable and uh it is really good and the other one is um that movie all quiet on the western front yeah Uh, it's on netflix it's a remake well it's the third remake of this oh there's a new one okay this is from this, like, just released oh. and incredible. Do you have Netflix, Tom? No, Alice canceled it after they had the naked uh, kids. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, okay. Well, if I'm you watching, have Netflix, I'm on, uh, on HBO Plus watching Sopranos from the start. Okay, good. I, Cullinane said something really weird to me that uh, watching the Sopranos, it felt a bit old. 
he said that in today's recording, like it felt a bit dated. But I rewatched it maybe last year or the year before, and to me, it didn't date at all, and it held up even better. I thought, like, it actually, in some ways, has got better with age. It's funny, matters because it's now looking at it twenty years later, and I watched it like after twenty years ago. Um, it's actually really not about the mafia. It's about no. fucking being a manager and pains in the ass. It's you know, families. The most yes. completely developed depression. main character of all time. You get to see his psychoanalysis. Yes. I, I, Having to deal with motherfuckers who are just failing him at every but, stage. But Daughter, at the same time, son. being a complete piece of shit. He is an absolute... I've okay, so we used to live in the woods in North Carolina. We 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 had no internet where we were, and I was relegated to DVDs. I've watched The Sopranos shamefully because it's like hundreds of hours of my life that I will be dying on my deathbed and thinking about one day. But I've watched it six times through, uh, including like watching up to the original, you know, series finale. Tony Soprano, there'll never be a character because no one will ever be able to replicate the like the psychoanalytical part with Melfi that people hated but it made him such a complete character and such a fully developed character because he's such a wretched fucking disgusting pig piece of shit but at the same time in other words every man you love him you love him you cry for him you cry for Christopher who is a disgusting absolutely reprehensible human being but you love them and you cry for them and there will never be anything that will even come close except for maybe twin peaks uh to that fucking show uh and, and, but there will never be a character like tony the character development just the ultimate through and through it, it's never it, it's never going to come close no you know it's essentially the big budget big screen mafia version of married with children absolutely and that's it's such a weird dichotomy how how horrid he is he's fucking still cheating on his wife after he gets like shot like he's just such a piece of shit but at the same time you love him and yeah. you realize there's parts of you that are like not cheating on your wife, but like just these things that he does where he's shitting on people or being a bully or a horrible person. It's like, fuck, like I've done that too. And it's just like, it, it, it was such a great character. It it's amazing. Great- and they bring in characters that are somehow worse, like, you know, Richie April and, um, you know, Johnny Sack, all these people that you actually like less than Tony to, you know, anyway, amazing show. And I just think it holds up crazy. What else? What are you, are you watching anything else, Tom? Mm, uh, no, that's no. Okay. No. Tim. I watched uh wild, wild west. Um, it's a the movie. Will Smith movie. Yeah. It, it's got <laughs> Will Smith. Um, Kevin Klein. <laughs> Yeah, it's got <laughs> Will Smith, Kevin Klein, and uh, pretty much for Jesus. the first uh, first like twenty minutes, Kenneth Branagh, uh, Sir Kenneth Branagh, does nothing but hurl like veiled uh, racial insults at uh, Will Smith. Uh, at some point, there's a giant metal spider, and uh, Catherine Zeta Jones or Salma Hayek, one of the two, is 
absolutely phenomenal. It was a delight for the senses, uh, and I cannot wait to take it in again. But that Kenneth Branagh, he is he says some pretty pesky things uh, early on in that movie. But Will Smith, he's just a dream. He's just, that was great. That was that was Wild great. Wild West. This must be like twenty years old, maybe more. For real? Yeah, it's really old. Anyway, huh. I'm sure I'm telling you. Um, I'll have a look while we're talking. Well, thanks for co- it's really great that you guys jumped on at the last minute uh, for the Minifandom fandom listeners. Can you hear that rain coming? Is that the is that you? Yeah, it's rain. It's like that's storming. great. It's um absolutely. It was made in 1999. Wild Wild West, 1999. Thank you. And six, 16 percent well, on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm very well aware of that. I. That was that was not exactly what I was watching, but th- thank you for that. How, How many, many cats? Do you ha- what? I've got two, two cats. They're brothers. Big boys. Yeah, I like that. Milo and Garfield. I didn't name them. Um, nice. Yeah, but th- Jesus. Mr. Shattuck, nice meeting you. Thank Great you. Great to meet you guys. Too. Thanks everyone Appreciate for listening. It. If you want to apply to be the permanent second chair, uh, DM. Uh, but that's it for Minifandom. Fandom. Thank you. See you guys.